Hello everyone, this is Tony Kramer, product specialist with RDO Equipment Company, and you are listening to the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Every day there are phenomenal advancements being made in the field of agriculture technology. RDO Equipment Company is a leader in agriculture equipment and precision agriculture technology and is here with industry experts bringing the latest news and information from RDO and John Deere. Thanks for joining us on the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 80, and today we are going to be talking about compact construction equipment. Before we dive into the show, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. You can subscribe to the show on the many podcasting apps that we're streaming this out to, such as Apple's podcasting app, Stitcher, Overcast, SoundCloud, and the many others that are out there. While you're out there, drop us a review. We'd really love to hear more about what you think of this show. Lastly, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and catch all of our latest videos on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter at RDOTonyK. Now with that, let's get back to the show. I am really excited to welcome Tori Williams, who is a regional sales manager for commercial worksite products with RDO Equipment Company. Thanks for joining us on the show today, Tori. To get started, I'd really like to hear more about you and your background and how you got involved in this industry. Yeah, well, thanks for having me this morning, Tony. I appreciate uh, being on the call and providing some more insight into into the compact division on the yellow side. So I'm born and raised in, in Fargo, North Dakota. My parents uh, still live there. I have a lot of family up there. My brother's up there and he's actually an air traffic controller at the, at the Fargo airport and went to the University of North Dakota and moved back to Fargo after school and uh, actually worked for Western Products up there. And soon after that, got in with RDO up there in the marketing department, actually, and had responsibilities uh, both in the Southwest in Texas. And so four or five times a year would come out for customer events, demos, trainings, things like that. And, and honestly, just kind of fell in love with, with obviously the weather and the market as well. You know, the thing I like about being regional is I've been regional since I, I moved down to the Southwest and it's been almost five years. So the thing I like about that is, is, in the Southwest, there's a lot of different customers, a lot of different geography. Um, you know, we've got mountains down here, desert, ocean, and, and there's a lot of different applications for customers. So kind of what drew me was was A, the weather, and then B, just the variety of, of job sites and, and customer applications that you see has been a really good experience for me. So just to let our listeners know a little bit, Tori, you as a regional sales manager, you talk about you love being regional because you cover such a broad spectrum. Down where you are, down in the Arizona, California area, what does your region look like? How how big of an area are you covering as a regional sales manager? Sure. So on the I'm on the construction side, and uh, and we have both construction, and we've got some egg dealerships down here as well too. Um, kind of between Phoenix and in San Diego. So our Southwest region for construction is about an hour east of LA in, in the Riverside area, down through San Diego, and then uh, the entire state of Arizona. And in that footprint, we've got about 12 stores, both construction and, and egg-wise. And so we've got, we've got farms, we've got dairies, we've got construction, we've got 
three sets of, of mountains in the southwest too that that go up to almost 8,000 feet, which a lot of people don't know. And, and we do get snow down here. I was up in Flagstaff earlier this week, and it was 18 degrees in the morning, and in the the mountains were snow capped. So it is it is very diverse, and, and it is a lot of fun getting the chance to travel around and visit customers with that variety of applications in geography. You nailed it right on the head, which brings me into where we're going to go with this podcast and in this episode. The region you cover, it is so diverse with the construction, the farming, the the dairies, the flagstaff up in the, the northern mountains. You have some uh, uh, ski slopes and stuff up there in the mountains. So all that you cover and the area that you cover, you guys in the construction industry have so much to offer when it comes to the compact construction equipment. Let's just dive in and talk to our listeners a little bit about what compact construction equipment is and what the John Deere portfolio has to offer. Sure. So kind of the the easiest nomenclature to go about it is, I like to say it's everything under $100,000 roughly. So, so obviously we've got stuff that's, that's far cheaper than that uh, at a smaller price point. And then within that portfolio, there's kind of four different product lines that we look at. So we've got compact excavators, which range in, in anywhere from about 38 inches wide on a 17G, which is uh, roughly 3,800 pounds, up to a 60G compact excavator, which will be about 12 to 13,000 pounds. Um, we've also got compact track loaders, we compact wheel loaders, and skid steers. So the nice part about the compact umbrella really is we can tailor the machine to a the application and then b what the customer is doing. Uh, we can you know we can do the egg market, we can do the dairy market, we can do the construction market, landscaping, underground. I mean, really with with the compact umbrella the flexibility that you have with pairing machines together and being productive really is the selling point of, of the compact umbrella. We've, we've seen a lot of customers that have switched from specifically backhoes into either buying a skid steer or a compact track loader and a mini excavator where yes, you do need another operator to operate a, another piece of equipment but the ROI on that and what you're earning on the back end in terms of production far outweighs the cost of another machine and another operator. So really it's about efficiency and, and production and uptime. So I got to ask, with this being the agriculture technology podcast, obviously most of our focus is in the agriculture industry. With what you guys see down there with the the fresh produce, some of the row crop, uh, the dairies, where do you see a lot of this compact equipment being used or how do you see it being used in the agriculture market down there in the Southwest? Sure. Yeah. So we, um, in Yuma and Imperial, um, they grow about 80% of the, the lettuce and produce in the winter because it's one of the only areas that actually doesn't freeze. And, and a lot of people kind of get that wrong, too, because we do in Phoenix uh, drop down to right around 30 to 32 a couple times a winter, which which sounds crazy when you're from North Dakota. But it does get cold because it is the desert. So we get the lows um, in Yuma and Imperial, which is once again between Phoenix and San Diego. 
they don't quite get that cold. So we've, we've got a lot of egg applications um, out there and then kind of down by Tucson as well and, and in and around Phoenix. So when you're looking at that market, really what, what shines there are the skid steers, the compact track loaders, and the compact wheel loaders. And, and really, you know, depending on the customer's application, really it's, it's the speediness of the machines. I mean, I like to call them, they're not fast, they're quick. So you can get in and out of tight spaces really fast to move manure, get in between stalls, move hay bales, you know, a lot of those applications where, where it's, it's a tight space, but you do need to get every nook and cranny to move that material out um, in terms of either maintenance or in terms of, of production and, and making money. That's a very good point that you talk about with the skid steers or the compact loaders. And in that matter, it you do is uh, have a very good explanation when you talk that they're they're quick, they're kind of they're nimble, they're small, they can get into places. So generally, the guy that that has a, a tractor with a loader on the front of it, maybe if he needs to be a little more maneuverable and and a little quicker in that aspect, maybe it's something to look into a compact loader or a skid steer for that matter. Right. And, we, and and we've got, you know, we've got a customer down here specifically in, in the dairy market that they do run large wheel loaders, you know, 644 to 744 wheel loaders. And, and obviously you need those, right? Uh, when you have that much acreage, but uh, they also need the nimble machines too. And what they really like about the, uh, about their skid steers out there is, you know, cleaning up corners around the heaters, along the walls, you know, the maneuverability and really the visibility too. You know, we, we've got the redesigned G series and the ability to see underneath the boom into the tires and then to the corner of the bucket. I mean, really you can get through and, and you're visible to every nook and cranny, including the visibility out the rear too, when you're working in those tight places. So that talks a little bit about the the usefulness in the ag industry. What about construction? When most people think construction, they think of the the big wheel loaders, the big excavators. Tell us a little bit about how the compact equipment is very highly used in the construction industry as well. Sure. So I talked about backhoes a little bit earlier too, and obviously backhoes are used in in both markets. Um, but primarily construction and, and just the productivity you get from the, the compact umbrella of, of being able to, to use and operate a couple machines and, and really get, you know, more production and, and more trench, you know, feet dug per day. You know, our, our large segments on the construction side are under the compact umbrella are really underground rental companies and then landscaping. You know, a lot of it's tied into home building for us on the compact side. And down here in the Southwest, obviously in the Midwest, you've, you've got a lot of room in cities, you know, um, when, when you're down here and especially in Phoenix and kind of east of L.A. and San Diego, you know, we're, there's five million people, you know, in the city. And so houses are closer together. The gates are smaller. Pretty much every backyard down in the Phoenix area, as opposed to up in the Midwest, is either fenced in or typically it's a brick wall around there with a gate. So obviously it's hard to take down the fence to drive through. So you got to go through the gate and, and really it's, it's pretty narrow. So in that segment, we've got our 17G mini excavator, which is about 3,800 pounds. It's, it's the smallest one that we make. And it does have retractable tracks, which is great. So you can actually get through 
uh, a 38 inch gate with that when you've got the tracks in. And then once you're in, you can expand the tracks to get that nice, nice uh, stable machine in order to do your irrigation or your underground or whatever you happen to be doing in, in that backyard. That is really cool. That's something new I learned. I did not know that John Deere offered a retractable track system on a mini excavator. That is really neat. Yeah, it's it's and customers are seeing it more and more often. I think it's really one that's starting to take off. I mean, the the industry within that within that size class is really taking off because as we get more and more people in cities, um, you know, we can only go so far out, and sometimes we got to start building up. And things become closer together. So I just I see that market really continuing to to skyrocket just due to the fact that we're kind of running out of space. Let's go back into the agriculture industry for a little bit. These compact pieces of equipment, they have so many uses, not just the the typical bucket that you would see, but they have tons and tons of attachments out there that can be utilized in in both industries. But let's talk a little bit, maybe some examples of some attachments that are very useful in the ag industry. Sure. So we've got, Deer specifically makes about 100 attachments under the, the compact umbrella. And this, this doesn't include, you know, your mini excavator buckets and things like that in terms of, of basic attachments. And, and really, if deer doesn't make it, we can find it somewhere, too. You know, sometimes there's a customer that has a very specific niche application. Um, and if deer doesn't make it, we can go find it. But primarily in the egg market, you know, what you're going to see is bale huggers, bale spears, um, you know, multi-purpose buckets side discharge buckets, you know, egg forks, you know, nursery or, or pinch forks as they call them, you know, manure scrapers, silage defacers. I mean, the list really goes on and on. I guess the important thing there is, is obviously pairing the machine and the machine spec and the machine size with the right attachment and making sure those marry up well in order for our customers to have, you know, the highest production capacity possible. So that tells us a little bit about the the numerous, like you said, hundreds of uh, different attachments that can be used. That talks a little bit about the egg industry. While we're at it, let's just touch on what are some of the biggest attachments other than the, of course, the bucket for digging and, and scooping. What are a few of the most used attachments in the construction industry? So most, most of the time, you're just going to see a general purpose bucket. Um, so on your mini excavators, typically a customer will have about three different sizes of buckets per machine, depending on, on what they're doing, right? They want to they wanna dig the trench just wide enough to get that pipe in the ground or lay some base in there, but not too wide where they have to spend too much time backfilling what they dug out, right? So it's, it's all about production there. When you're looking at, at skid steers in, in minis, you know, there's hydraulic hammers, that you can use to, to break up concrete, grapple buckets for demo applications. We've got dozer blades. Um, trenchers are another big one in that housing market to put irrigation in. I mean, the, the list really, once again, there goes on and on. So it's, it's about, you know, pairing the right attachment to the right machine based on that application. 
with the numerous industries that you're involved in in the compact construction equipment and then obviously the uh, the region that you cover the very large spectrum of customers you're working with why don't you share with us a, a good success story that just really put a smile on your face at the end of the day sure so um i'll use a a dairy farm for for the success story i think this was one of my favorite partnerships that we've created in in the partnership they did run competitive pieces of of iron prior to us coming in we had some hurdles we had to overcome and the best part is we're not necessarily always going to be the lowest price on the block but there's a reason for that you know we we feel like we've got a lot of value to provide for the price that that we're asking you know we've got the RDO promise that keeps you up and running when your machine goes down you know we've got extended warranty we can add but this one was really fun to me personally because the customer really saw the value that that we were selling and and what this customer does and what we partnered with them on is we did a lot of different production studies and and they've had a lot of different brands of equipment over the years so where we really shined was yeah we're not the lowest price on the block but we're going to be the lowest cost of ownership for you. So this customer typically keeps their compact machines until about 4,000 hours. And they know to the cent how much each of those machines will cost them through that 4,000 hours. Um, so what we really did is we ran production studies. We paired the right machine with the right attachment. And we by far had the lowest cost of ownership for that customer and and now they're running all John Deere equipment. So that's that's a fun one where when you go in and ask for a higher price you can really show the value and the customer perceives that value and now and now as of today they're uh, they're a customer for life. We could go on and on talking about the compact construction equipment and the offerings that that John Deere brings to the table and what you guys are doing on the construction side working with the compact construction equipment with all of this information and the large portfolio that you you guys are working with where can people go who can they talk to to learn more about this equipment that you deal with so there's a bunch of different ways which is great in the technology age today is there's so much information out there so you can go to audioequipment.com and all of our machines are on there all the compact um, iron is on there you can go to john deere as well and, and look through their website or you can call your local RDO store your local account manager if you've got a relationship one today and of course we you know we're, we're never going to try to sell you a machine without showing you the value first and so you know getting demos out and getting our customers in the seat and really having them fall in love with the machine is is what we want to do we want to make our customers happy we've got a great product we've got a great service team parts team support side at audio equipment to keep our customers up and running and and staying profitable and really um you know if if our customers are successful we're successful and it is truly a relationship business and a partnership and that's really what we try to sell is we are in business together let's figure out a way together how to make this work absolutely 
I want to thank you, Tori, for sitting down with me today and, and uh, doing this podcast with me. It's great to hear and see all of the opportunities where ag and construction markets kind of cross over and where where both sides of the fence use the same equipment and, and it, it's a value to their operation. So thanks again for doing this. Yes, you bet. Thanks for having me. This podcast was produced and edited by Nate Dorsey. Visit rdoequipment.com slash podcast to listen to new episodes and catch up on any that you've missed. You can also listen and subscribe to our podcast on Apple and Android devices so that you'll never miss out on the latest news and technology from RDO Equipment and John Deere. If you really like this podcast, please share it on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or any of the other social media platforms that you are using. You can also connect with me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. That's at RDO T O N Y K, where you can tweet me questions, episode feedback, or ideas for future topics to cover. Please join us next time on the Agriculture Technology Podcast.